And hello, hello, I'm Len Tillum, coming to you from a podcast. It's where we're working on the phone line. Soon we'll be having calls in. The phone company takes time. But in the meantime, we're playing older calls. And I've gotten a bunch of emails from you people saying, hey, we want calls and we want fresh calls. And i got to ask you something. What the hell difference does it make? You haven't heard these calls. We've reviewed them. They're sexy. They're fun. And um, they're they're not dated. They're, they're, you know, they're relevant to today and what's going on. The law is correct. So um, suspend your disbelief. Stop being a fetch and complaining so much. And uh, pretend it's a new call. To you, it's a new call. It's a virgin to you, sucker. What are you complaining about? All right. So um, let's start the show. We've got some calls for you. I hope you'll enjoy them. I've got some seminars coming up. Let, let me mention this very briefly in the beginning of the show. And then I'm going to plug it again at the end of the show. So if you're listening to this before May 9th, who knows when you're going to get to listen to it. But on Thursday, May 9th, I will be doing a trust and estate seminar with David Brown, Rosie McNichol, and Arden Kwan in San Rafael. We'll be at the San Rafael Community Center on 50 Canal Street in San Rafael, Thursday, May 9th from 10 to 12 in Petaluma. It's the Petaluma Community Center on North McDowell Boulevard. Tuesday, May 14th from 10 to 12. And the next day, Wednesday, May 15th, will be in Novato at the Margaret Todd Senior Center. All this information's on my webpage at lentillum.com. It's a two-hour seminar. They're interesting. We tell jokes. We'll talk trusts and estates, Medi-Cal planning trust. By all means, join me. There's more information at my webpage, lentillum.com. Okay, let's start the show and see what's going on. Noel. In Santa Rosa, how come you're calling a lawyer, Noel? All right, I work in I work in San Francisco. I live in Sonoma County, and I take the 101 uh, to go to work. And rather regularly, the Petaluma Police Department is patrolling along the 101, and I see them handing out tickets anywhere from Katati. Uh, the other day, I saw them all the way up into Marin County. They were near the Nevada Dumps. Uh, one officer on each side of the highway patrolling the one-on-one. So. And Petaluma, Petaluma, wait, wait a second, Petaluma, I want to tell you, is in Sonoma County, and you saw them, the Petaluma police, giving out tickets on 101 in Marin County, Nevada, right? This is correct. Okay, and are you calling me because you got a ticket, or you just want to know how the hell they can get away with this? Yeah, I don't really have anything invested in it. Um, I hate to see abused power. And it kind of smacks of that. And I just was wondering what their legal parameters are as a city cop to be on the highway or outside their city limits or outside their county limits. Yeah, I understand. First of all, they're not abusing their power. State highways and roads, they're divided up among law enforcement agencies. Uh, the CHP has overall responsibility for enforcing the laws on 101. Uh, the city of Petaluma Police Department has responsibilities for enforcing the laws within the confines of the city of Petaluma. But here's the but. Every law enforcement officer in California, every cop anywhere, L.A., Petaluma, Coachella, every cop, police officer in California has what's called statewide jurisdiction, statewide jurisdiction. There may not be much reason for a Petaluma police officer to drive down to Nevada, but it's not illegal. 
And, and I don't know what they're doing. I, I, I have no idea. But if you want to find out, you could call the Petaluma Police Department. I'm sure they'll tell you what they're doing on 101. They answer those questions. But they're allowed to do it. I don't know if they're sharing revenue. I have no idea. But it's not an... You might say, well, I live in Petaluma and I pay taxes to Petaluma. I want my cops in Petaluma. I don't want them in Marin County. I have no idea what's going on, but it's totally legal and they can do it. You got that, Noel? Very good, Len. Michelle in Martinez, Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Michelle? I'm calling because my son was in a car accident last night, and he is 17. And when the police arrived at the scene, he was found to have been intoxicated. How intoxicated? Do you know? Um, I don't know, but I do know that it was more than the legal limit. Well, he's, he's 17. Let, let me so explain. Anything is illegal yes. for him. He's zero tolerance, but he was over the legal limit for an adult. He had over .08. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Ugh. See, there are two kinds of drunks here, drunk drivings. One is if you're caught and you're 17 and your blood alcohol content is .08 or greater, an adult level, um, that, that's a misdemeanor, and, and it's a conviction. He could spend 48 hours in the county jail or, you know, in juvenile hall. They usually don't, but that's a misdemeanor. If the blood alcohol is under .05, you and I, we're over 18. If we drove with a .05, it's not drunk driving. But if you're a minor with a point under .05, your charge is a minor drinking and driving because you're right. You can't have any measurable amount of alcohol in your system. But that would be a one-year suspension. He's going to get that anyway, but an inf- uh, it's an infraction. It's like a speeding ticket. So here's what he's got to do. Okay. Um, how bad? Was anybody hurt in the accident? Nobody was hurt, thankfully. What happened? Um, he was driving um, home, and he somebody pulled out in front of him. From and that person couldn't see that he was coming, and uh, because there was a hedge in the way, and they just pulled out. Right. So the accident wasn't his fault. No. Right. And what do you think if he wasn't drinking and if he didn't have a point oh eight or more, he might have been able to stop in time? Who knows? Probably or swerve out of the way. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. So. Yeah. I mean. Do they want him to come to a municipal court or juvenile court? Where have you been told to show up? Um, they haven't said yet. I, this is, I, it all happened late last night, and I just didn't know where to begin. Okay, well, where, where to begin is, um, go with him. To, if it's juvenile court or adult court, go with him and get a public defender. Don't just okay. plead guilty. He's 17. He's got no money. You don't have to hire a private lawyer and spend $5,000. Public defender can handle this. Um, okay. And nobody was injured in the collision, Right. No, no yeah. injury. All right, see what's going on. There's a form on the back of the DMV. You can contact them to delay the suspension of your license if you want to help them do that. You know, you can get a, okay. an administrative driver's license per se. It'll be on the ticket. The cop took his license away, right? Yes. It'll be on the ticket and the stuff they gave him. You can get that and you get the license reinstated so you can drive a little bit until it's all done. And. Just go to court with him. It's not the end of the world. A lot of kids are so dumb. They drink and drive, and they think they can drive home. They get in an accident, and goodbye. That's what happened. What it does mean, was he a senior in high school? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hey, Michelle, remember he got his license? You were free of driving him to all his stupid parties and hanging out with his friends? not anymore. Yeah, be ready to be up late. Tell him from now on, if he drinks, take a taxi. Don't drive. Got it? Uh, Yes. Okay. Okay. Get ready to be a chauffeur, Michelle, because that's in your future for the next year. Sherry in Foster City. 
Len Tillum, News Talk 910, Sherry, how come you're calling a lawyer? Uh, I am calling you for some advice. I was referred to you by some uh, dear friends that listen to your show daily. Okay, what's and the what's the question? My question is, um, I have two sisters that um, I'm estranged from, and since our father took ill a month ago, had a, a severe stroke, they've been putting things on Facebook about me that friends and family and my older daughter have have told me about, and I've read the copies, and it's very slanderous. Well, what, 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 Sherry, what are they saying? If you've read it, tell us what they're saying about you on Facebook, please. Well, I, I don't want to get into all the details, but they've accused me of having affairs. Is married. Uh, are you married? No, I'm divorced now, but my first husband uh, died um, over 25 years ago, and they're bringing... Wait, wait, Jan, like 34 years ago. Wait, wait, Jan, how old are you? 60. Okay, maybe you're being a little sensitive. You're 60 years old and you're single. It's not the end of the world if you have a lover or have an affair. What's no, so, no, I no, mean, no, this no. Is this 2012, what's so terrible about having an affair? No, my, this ha they're saying that this happened while I was married 34 years ago. What else? Okay. Have you seen this or people are telling you what they're writing about no, you? No, I have seen uh, seen the proof because... I don't do Facebook, but my older daughter has read everything, and they're threatening me with... Um, threatening you with what? Tell well, me. you got to tell me. Okay, well, they're, they're threatening... They're saying that I um, extorted money from my father. They said that my... 30 father, years ago or recently? No, th I don't know when they're saying when this took place, but apparently while in the hospital, when my, um, one of my sister's visits, because she goes to visit him... Uh, a couple days a week, and she kneels next to his bedside, and apparently she told my older daughter and put in writing that my father told her he gave me $40,000. Which is and not true. It's not true. And and they've said that um, I left my daughter when when she was younger, when we, uh, we had a very bad car accident, and my daughter... Uh, is permanently disabled, and they're saying that while we were in the hospital that I left her naked on the bed. That is such a wait, lie. Wait, wait, wait a second. Sherry, when was this horrible accident? Uh, 35 years ago. And, and your, your daughter, is your daughter disabled? Yes, she is. Okay, let me explain something. I, I've heard this. Look, it, it's on Facebook. Yes, there, it's there's on not, Facebook. There's not much you can do about it, really. Um you were even reluctant to talk to me about these details, these sort of details. And yet, if you wanted a legal remedy, if you wanted to sue your sisters in, in superior court, you'd have to have a trial. It would be open to the public. It, no lawyer is going to take this case because your, your feelings are hurt. They think it's going to charge you $50,000 to take your sisters to trial. You know, um, there could even be a reporter in the, in the room, in the courtroom. An artist could make a, a rendition of your face to be printed in the newspaper. You know, you're giving them this kind of patent place stuff to talk about. They like that. Uh, you know, and uh, I would I'm just not, walk I'm away. The, the, what are you going to do? Well, this continues on a daily basis. But so what? Why do you care? Is it so terrible? Yes, it is very terrible because... Facebook is public. My daughter sees it. Friends see it. Some of my father's friends have seen it and contacted me, and I want it stopped. Well, you got to go to a lawyer and get a restraining order. That's what I, I was... Are you ready to write a lawyer a check for $20,000? I've done it before. Write me a check for twenty. dollars 
thousand dollars. I'll put the money. I'll write you a check for twenty. No, I don't want to do it. But you know, this has to stop because it's causing a lot of. Uh, Sherry, are you that rich that you could write a lawyer a check for twenty thousand dollars like nothing happened? No, I'm not rich at all. But you know, this. Then this, save your money. It's not worth it. It's it. Your sisters are dummies to do this, and they're mean, nasty people. And Just, my mom's in on it, too. I believe she's at the helm of all this. What happened that you and your sisters and your mother don't like you? What happened? Tell uh, me that. A, I believe it's a jealousy thing because my father and I have always had a very close-knit relationship where my mom has always favored my sisters. And, um, and the past seven months since my father had uh, back surgery, he, he called me to take him to doctor appointments, to physical therapy. Listen to me, Sherry. L- listen, listen. And my mother didn't like it. Okay, listen to me. Your family has a lot of problems. Yes, it's, they're dysfunctional. Dysfunctional. But it's I'm sorry you came. my two daughters. But wait a second. And myself. Okay, it's not hurting you. Sticks and stones can break my bones, you know. Yes. What I'm... Sherry, listen to me. Don't do anything. Don't spend money on lawyers. Any lawyer who takes your case is, is like a cheating lawyer who just sees a sucker walking in there and will charge you money to do a complaint and nothing will happen. Really. You should maybe get your sisters and your mother together. They are your family. Spend a little money on family counseling. Work uh, this out. They won't do it, they said. Then I mean, ignore they, them. I've asked them years ago. Ignore when, them. Tell your daughters. How old are your daughters now? One's 38, and the other one's 22. They're big adults. Do they believe this nonsense their aunts is putting out there about you? Just, I'm sorry you're upset, but the best advice I can give you, I swear, I'm sorry this happened. Your sisters are dopes and mean to do this, but stay away from lawyers. Trust me. Stay away from lawyers because you're not going to get any satisfaction, and you'll just be a lot poorer. And when people get done with a lawsuit, they hate each other more. So. Okay. They've already told me that when my dad passes, that I will have no family and no siblings. So do you think you'll have family and siblings if you sue them on, you know, for Facebook ad, putting stuff in? Stay away from them, Sherry. I'm sorry this happened. Spend your money. You go get a therapist yourself and talk to a counselor about this so how you can survive crazy family like this. Don't spend it on lawyers, I beg you, okay? Pete in San Francisco. How come you're calling a lawyer, Pete? I have a question about the DMV and a vehicle that has been uh, relatively abandoned that was given to my son. What kind of car? It's a 96 uh, Chevy van. And somebody gave it to him for free? Yeah. How, how did that happen? Well, the owner of the van, uh, while it was still registered... I parked it in his uncle's uh, driveway off the street. And four years later, his uncle wanted it moved, told my son he could have it, just get it out. So he did. And then uh, we tried to contact uh, the actual owner, mm-hmm. but he apparently does not have a landline. And so after a while, uh, my a friend of my son's uh, had the... Uh, cars uh, sold at a uh, lien sale. In other words, somehow or other, your son got this car put into his name, right? Yeah. Okay, so what's the problem? Well, the problem is he went to the DMV and they want penalties for the last three, four years. How much? Uh, about 900 bucks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here he gets a car for free and the DMV says, give me 900 bucks. Let me explain yeah. the way it works. 
You can take a car and register it as non-operational. You register with the DMV as non-operational. You pay 10 bucks a year. But when you re-register the vehicle, the DMV makes you pay the back registration fees. So he's stuck. That's the DMV rule. The state's broke. Give me the money. Um, think of it this way. Your son got a van for 800 bucks. If it's in good condition and it's worth $800, he's got to register it. If that's too much money, he can get a one-day permit from the DMV to allow him to drive the van to the wrecking yard. Is it worth 800 bucks, or it's going to need $10,000 worth of work? Uh, that we don't know. Right. Well, we actually got it running, mm-hmm. but uh, we don't know if it'll pass smog and all that stuff. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't be driving it around the roads unregistered. We're not. We're, yeah. uh, it was off. It was... Off the road. Right. You can get a DMV one-day permit. So get a permit, drive it into a garage, and and let them check it out, see what you like, and see if you're happy with it, okay? That's absolutely what I would do if I was you. Andy in Healdsburg, how come you're calling a lawyer, Andy? Len, a few uh, days ago, I did a search of my own name on Google, and uh, below six or seven listings, which were all about me, they came up an eighth listing that said my name, Sex Offender Registry, www.sexoffenderin.com. Yeah, and we looked it up. You gave us your name, and it shows up there, you know? It right. does. Now when, you, now, when you click through, it's not me. Obviously, it's not me. I've never been arrested, never had any charges whatsoever. Uh, it appears to be a scam, but uh, when you click through to the website, they offer you a wonderful removal service, no questions asked. They'll remove it in 60 days for $199, and they'll remove it overnight for $399. This is the third call from these kind of scams I got. Everybody, if you look up your name on the Internet, you know, you put your name in Google, and you, you might be surprised what you find. You know, all of a sudden you'll find out you're a convicted felon, you've been charged with murder, you know, or, or you're a sex offender. And Andy, how old are you? 68. The worst thing you ever did was probably a speeding ticket, right? Oh, you're close. Yeah, okay. Look, there are web pages like this, and it's extortion. They have sprung up. They could be coming out of Eastern Europe. They don't have to be coming out of Florida. Look, you can't even contact the operator of the web page. We've looked into this because the website is registered with a shell company called Private Registration. So you can't even contact them. You can't find them. And what they want is money. You send them three hundred. You know, six months will do it for one hundred fifty bucks. Three hundred bucks will do it overnight. I would file a complaint online. It's with the Federal Trade Commission, and, and that's what I would do, and not worry about it. FTC.gov. It's just the Federal Trade Commission. It's FTC.gov. You can, and, and if you Google FTC.gov complaint, you'll find it online. You'll find the right page. File a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission. Hopefully somebody's going to come up with laws against this, and they'll stop these crooks, but don't send them any money. Well, when you go beyond the, the page and then you try to search my name, of course there's nothing because there never was anything. They've just exactly. pick my name and put my name next to people with similar names. But the problem is I have friends and former business associates who may well see this, and uh, it's really got But, way, Andy, it's, it's blackmail. Really, it's it, slanderous? It, it, it's slanderous, yes. It is slanderous. I mean, it, it, it's libel. It's in print. And there are some things that are like libel per se in the sense that accusing somebody of a sex offender is such a serious big deal. You don't even have to prove that anybody believed it or you've been damaged. It's just the fact that we said you're a sex offender and you're not. 
But if you give them $300, it's like a blackmail. They know they got a sucker. Next week, they're going to want $600 to take your name off uh, wears women's clothing in bed with children. Who knows what they'll put? You know what I mean? So next week, you'll be pedophile of the day. So don't do it. Don't do it. I wouldn't worry so much. And call the FTC. All right? I'll do it, sir. Thanks. That's what I do. Who is your congressperson? Um. I don't even know. You don't even know. I don't know either. But contact your congressperson's office. That person in Congress would love this. They can, you know, get some press out of it, you know, and and see what's going on. It might be Mike Thompson. You got it? That that might be the person in Congress. I'm not sure who's up in Healdsburg. But find out. File an FTC complaint. Contact your congressperson's office. Make a lot of noise and something will happen. Don't give those dogs any money, okay? Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. We do emails, lentillum.com. You got it? Just send me an email. You can click on it at the webpage or len at lentillum.com. We'll answer them. Here's one from Saul. My neighbor in San Jose runs an auto repair shop from his home garage. Can you imagine? You got your big fancy home in San Jose, Palo Alto, Sonoma, wherever the hell it is, and some jerk next door to you opens up a shop. We got zoning laws, right? In California, we got zoning laws up your kazoo. So Saul writes, you know, it creates noise. Is it legal in San Jose? Absolutely not. Here's the answer. San Jose has a Department of Planning, Building, and Code Enforcement. I'm sure most counties have it. Call them. Your neighbor's probably operating without a business license. Who the hell is going to give somebody a license to operate a garage in a residential shop? Think of the fumes and the oil and the gas that's getting into the water table there. You can't operate an auto shop in your garage. It's got to violate San Jose's building and zoning ordinance. Um, it's, it's not legal. You call them, they'll deal with it, and you won't have to pay anything. If the business is kosher under San Jose's local ordinance, you're stuck. You could sue them for nuisance, but I guarantee there's no way that this idiot can be operating a garage next door to you in a residential neighborhood in San Jose. Really. Next thing you know, he'll want to cut down the trees in the neighborhood. That's guaranteed to make everybody crazy. Okay. Oh, by the way, if you're listening, I said this in the beginning of the show, if you're listening before May 9th to this podcast, we're doing seminars. We've got three seminars coming up. May 9th, seminars are trusts and estates, who get your stuff when you die, dynasty trusts, medical planning. I'll be there. Rosie will be there. Arden, a bunch of people from the staff. Thursday, May 9th, 10 to 12 in San Rafael at the San Rafael Community Center. At the Petaluma Community Center, Tuesday, May 14th, 10 to 12. And in Novato at the Margaret Todd Senior Center, Wednesday, May 15th. They're all 10 to 12. They're informal. I tell you, we get 30 or 40 people. They're intimate. We have a good time. More information on my webpage, lentillum.com. See you soon. Thank you.